Ballers, Beers and Banter. I'm your host, Dave. Here with me, Brown and Brown, Anthony and Moose. Hello. What is up? Who wants to be the first Brown? I mean, I'm all the Browns. I'll uh, (laughs) I'll take it. Moose is the first Brown. The first one is Antonio Brown. Oh, you're not going alphabetical? And Anthony, you are AJ Brown. Two Browns that will be discussed today. Unless you want it to be the Cleveland Browns, Anthony. Is that what you were hinting at? You want to take all the Browns? You want to be all the Browns? No. You just meant like other players named Brown. My skin tone, for those of you who don't know, which you will all be able to see <laughs> next week. <laughs> yes, we are going video, so people will uh, will see that in the, in the 100th episode. We're going to have a lot of special episodes coming up because after this one, which we're recording on Wednesday, April 28th, but being released Thursday, April 29th, the following episode after this one will be a collab, a collaboration. I believe we're calling it Domination through Collaboration. Is that right, Miss? Or by Domination? By collaboration, through, I think through collaboration, domination through, <laughs> through collaboration. Um, that's going to be the next episode. It's going to be super fun. The Fantasy on Tap podcast, boys, going to be great. Going to be yeah. great. Um, any any anything to report before we get into uh, news and headlines? No, I don't think so. Anything exciting going on? No. Okay, so we'll lead into the Antonio Brown, which is the first of our Browns of the day. Uh, re-signing with the Bucks. What are your initial thoughts on this, guys? For three mil. I mean, I don't think it. I don't think anything changes for me. I no. think. I think it's it's the same as what we said. It's just for fantasy purposes, it's going to be an offense of who who's going to be the guy every week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I still I still feel as if Antonio Brown is the odd man out. Um, I mean, he's, he might he's be odd. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> odd. I mean, he might be slightly better than he was last year because I guess he showed some games that he can play. So, I mean, you're, I don't think you're drafting him high. Uh, people get tricked with guys like him, like a Le'Veon Bell that's trying to make a comeback, and then it just burns you. Uh, when you draft him early. So I, I think it's a guy that you wait until the end or maybe not even draft and then hopefully benefit from picking him up off the waiver wire in season and get a couple of good games from him. Yeah, not- notable things are that uh, Tom Brady likes him. Uh, yep. yep. So that, that's one positive outlook. The other thing too about last season is reports are saying that the Bucks didn't want to commit to him until all his legal issues were cleared up, which they have now been cleared up. So maybe they'll, you know, invest in him more this season, so to speak. Uh, but I, I still think that offense is is way too crowded for fantasy. It is crowded. I know that. Well, first of all, my initial reaction is it's wild that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers brought back now everybody. Like Antonio Brown wasn't considered a starter in the Super Bowl because I guess he wasn't on the the starting formation. Um, so they were already reporting that the Bucks are bringing back all their starters, bringing back the band, but now they got Antonio Brown too. So I think it's crazy. All the, the re-signings that they manage and reworkings of contracts and such. It's insane. They're going to be a formidable, uh, uh, team in the NFC, but for fantasy, you're right, Moose. I know it's a good offense and they're going to roll, but you know, and I know I want a piece of it most weeks, but I don't, but we'll never know which piece 
is the one to want because now you got Antonio Brown, you got Mike Evans, you got Chris Godwin, you got Kronkowski, you got OJ Howard coming back, Scotty Miller's still there. Kevin and then you Brent. got uh, like six running backs, you know, you got Fournette, Ronald Jones. Who else did they bring in? The Keyshawn Vaughn, but they brought someone else in. Guys, they brought in another vet. Um, Adrian, was it Adrian Peterson? No, they brought, but they brought someone in. And uh, it's crowded. It's just crowded. We don't know. We don't know what's, who's going to go off any any one week. It's a lot. Not as simple as the A.J. Brown situation, which we'll get to later. The Tennessee Titans, they, they only got two options, but um, it's oh, interesting. See how they brought in uh, Giovanni Bernard. Thank you, Gio Bernard, pass catching back. So hey, there's a lot of different players. And I meant players in like the play sense, you know, <laughs> also in the football sense. Uh-huh. All right. Can we move on to headline number two, Anthony? You want to want to take it? Oh, putting me on the spot here. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up so I read it exactly. All right. So um, Panthers traded QB Teddy Bridgewater to the sorry, Broncos. Who? For... Yeah, who? Who? Teddy Two Gloves. Teddy, Teddy, two, two, Teddy hands, two Hands. Two Hands, Two Gloves. <laughs> two Hands with Two Gloves. <laughs> um, for a six-round pick per Tom Pelissero. Um this is intriguing because a lot of people thought that Denver might go QB at the NFL draft. Um, then a lot of us were worried and I guess um, settled with the fact that Drew Locke could be the quarterback again this season. We thought it was outrageous because he didn't really show enough to take the team to the next level. Now, the thing with Teddy Bridgewater is they didn't get a franchise quarterback. Let's be honest. This was a guy that I think the three of us I think in our streamers, we had him as a streamer a few times during the year. He's he's just really good if he has a good matchup. Um, the positive side of things is that I believe he will get the ball to the receivers well, can we, more can than we Drew scale it. Let's scale it back for a second. Yeah. Do, do you guys think Teddy Bridgewater is the day one starter? Right now, yes. Moose? I I don't know. I don't know either. And here's the thing. Now, who's better at quarterback, at playing quarterback right now, Teddy or Drew Locke? I think Teddy Bridgewater. Is, yeah. If you if you factor in maturity, responsibility, decision-making, game management, experience, Teddy Bridgewater is better than Drew Locke. The only thing Drew Locke is better at, I think he has a better, throws a better ball right now, and he has a better arm because Teddy struggled with that last year. But even then, doesn't really help you if you don't know who you're throwing to or you're making the wrong decision, Alan Julak. So yeah. yeah, I think we all agree Teddy's Teddy's better, but I think what's yeah. Denver gonna do? Right. Because... That's the thing. I, I think they made this move because maybe they're eyeing somebody else in the draft to to build around um Bridgewater or whoever the QB is. I'm assuming it's Teddy Bridgewater because I just think a more consistent quarterback on a defensive team is better than Drew Locke because Drew Locke game to game, you're not sure what you're going to get. Even mm-hmm. when we had Drew Locke as a streamer, it's it's a hit or a miss. Oh, he's um, yeah, he, he's a wild man. And well, we saw Robbie Anderson and, I mean, DJ Moore is a boomer bust player, but we saw Robbie Anderson take a leap with Bridgewater. I have faith for fantasy purposes that he can get to the ball to guys like Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, um, Noah Fant, and then maybe even throw a little 
some balls to um, Melvin Gordon in the backfield. Yeah, I, I think the situation in Denver is closer to the image you've been trying to paint in uh, Chicago with, with yeah. Nick Foles taking the reins. I think that's that's what Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be there for is, uh, you know, if they do end up starting Drew Locke, uh, you know, the minute he starts uh, yeah. slipping, like Teddy, Teddy, Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater is going in. Yeah, yeah, I think I think well, first of all, getting Teddy Bridgewater for a six round pick is nothing. Right. Like, and I'm pretty sure Carol uh Carolina's paying seven million dollars of his salary. So like it's a no Yeah, Broncos are already paying him three million. Yeah, it's an absolute no brainer. They're getting him for nothing. It's almost the Carolina's almost paying them to be like, Can you please take Teddy Bridgewater so we don't have a controversy and just go with Darnold? So it costs them nothing. So there's no risk for Denver. So they could, they could, it would make sense if they believe at all in Drew Locke or, you know, don't want to ruin him completely. It would make sense to start him day one. And if he's not doing well, pull him. It's Teddy the rest of the way. I could see that happening or I could see the reverse. I could see Teddy winning the job, Drew Locke sit on the bench, learn, and, you know, and then they, they maybe they get rid of Drew Locke and Teddy's their interim quarterback until they draft him. Ted, Teddy's there to lend one or two hands. <laughs> And the, the the interesting about the the interesting thing about this too is you still have those two quarterbacks there. So Brett Rippin, Rippin, th- oh yeah, Rippin, and, and there's another guy there. I can't remember his name right now. Um, so one of the four- Allens, Brandon Allen. Uh, I think it's one of the Allens. Probably. It's so there's guess. four guys there. Somebody's gonna get cut. And on that post by Tom Pelissero, it says that. This it's, does not mean that Denver is not looking at drafting a QB two if one falls to them that they're happy with. So, oh yeah, it's, what, what it's I'm looking Jeff at, Driscoll and Brett Ripian. Yeah, Jeff Driscoll. Driscoll. If, yeah. if if one of the top five quarterbacks falls to them, I think they w- they will draft one. Right. Of them. Like if Justin Fields is there at their pick, there. What do they pick number nine? I think they take him. So like yeah. nine or ten or something. So th- that's why I I I'm kind of like all in at for Teddy starting at the moment because if they're even looking at drafting a rookie, like I mean I don't think it'll be Drew Locke and the rookie. I think it would be Teddy Bridgewater because I think he can do a little bit more with the team. The team's a defensive team. Like Moose said it perfectly. I kind of look at Denver as like the bears they even acquired some of our defensive players in the offseason so they're a defensive first team it's von miller's team um they're gonna try and run the ball with melvin gordon hopefully he gets uh back on track and then you know like they're, they're not going to require too much from teddy bridgewater i think teddy bridgewater will have less turnovers than drew Locke. so they just need a guy yes. to, to to just not screw it up for them so that's why I think Teddy Bridgewater will be day one starter. Yeah. They're, they're, they're traditionally very good defense. Last year, Von Miller was hurt the amongst, whole season. amongst others, and they their defense kind of sucked last year. So uh, they, they have some improvements to make. I know Von Miller well, they did back, and they got uh, – who did they sign? A.J. Boyd? Uh, Fuller, no. Didn't they get oh, Fuller from the Bears? Oh, right. Yes, yeah. you're right. Um, so they will be improved, but uh, I think you're right. I think I think I think you hit the nail on the head. They don't need um, they don't need they don't need a Patrick Mahomes. No, they don't need someone to let go out and win them games. They just need someone to to manage that. But they got a lot of offensive weapons. They can be good with the right yeah. quarterback for fantasy, especially. So so for fantasy, who would you guys want to see? 
a rookie, okay, one of these rookies coming in, like a Justin Fields, Teddy Bridgewater, or Drew Long for fantasy. Bridgewater for me. Like I said, he got Robbie Anderson the ball. He got DJ Moore the ball. He he got. I guess Mike Davis did well in the pa- like uh, passing, uh, catching the ball in the backfield as well. So I'll be happy with Bridgewater. I mean, I want Bridgewater for the for the safety, but I think I'd rather yeah. see a rookie. Yeah, I think it'd be really interesting to see like, like a, a Justin Fields running that offense. It'd be cool. I don't think Justin Fields will make it there. It's outrageous. Oh, well, anything else on Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke, or should we get into some some draft talk? Yeah, let's get into some draft talk. I'm a little excited. Um, there's potentially some big moves to be made. Love it. Moose, you on board? Very on board. All right. So let's start with certain players that you guys are excited about, certain rookies, and who you're very interested in, which teams they end up on is there anyone in particular that you're you're excited about i'll I'll be honest i'm gonna straight up say that i (laughs) i do not get overly excited until until the draft is done until all the players have so that there's the anticipation of where they go doesn't get you doesn't get you fired up no it i mean it it is uh it's exciting because obviously you want to see what Mm. what they're uh they're all very talented so you want to see where their talent is going to be uh used and you know but uh i try not to get uh overly hyped until i until i have all the answers okay so you like to see where these players are and then you start to compile your, yeah. your well, i don't want to i don't want to get notes. in a mm. as a in a fantasy mindset i don't want to convince myself that some like you know the hype really gets to you but then maybe there's they land in a bad situation but because yeah. you were so hyped you just mm. dedicate yourself to it even though it's probably not the best choice good idea and outside of fantasy, like, I mean, the three of our teams are are, are trending down. Well, mine's always trending downwards. But um, for you guys, like, there's talks about... Our favorite about the, NFL teams. You mean. Yeah, our, our favorite NFL teams. That's what I mean, not our fantasy teams. Like, yeah. I mean, Which there's a lot of the, talks. The Chicago Bears. Friend. Thing yeah. is, thing is the Anthony, New England Patriots. For once you fans. climb to the top of the mountain, you have to climb back down. I know, but it's interesting for you because the player that I'm most excited about, not for personal reasons, it just for football, the love of football and the love of fantasy is Justin Fields because Justin Fields is now in talks to potentially be draft being drafted by the Patriots. Either Patriots will trade up to grab him or I have on Mel Kuyper's mock draft uh, showing that the Patriots will get him at 15, which is outlandish because Justin Fields was supposed to be the number Q, uh, the number two QB after um, Trevor Lawrence, um, and now he's dropped like plenty of spots, it, and it's just outrageous. Yeah. Like I'm excited to see where he goes because I think whoever nabs him, especially if he falls to the Patriots, I'm going to be upset because I mean, uh, how are you going to let this happen? And I mean, for Pittsburgh, uh, Dave, your favorite team. I mean, there's a lot of talks about uh, you guys potentially getting Travis Etienne. Um, no, no, no. The big, the big name no, no. for Pittsburgh Nagy running back is Najee Harris. Harris. Najee Harris, the Alabama uh, running back. Well, I've heard both today. It was Najee Harris at first, but um, I think if you get either or, you'll you'll be very happy because right now you yeah. have Kalen Balage, Benny Snell, and Anthony McFarland. So, so I mean, Nad- Najee Harris is the first one on my list because I am a Steelers fan, but also for fantasy. 
I think Najee Harris is one of those running backs that's going to be a dominant force regardless of where he goes. But it always helps, especially in your first season, if you're on a in a good organization, a well-run organization with a plan to use you. And I think Pittsburgh, if they do get him, would it would trans you know they would work around him a little bit. My, the unfortunate thing is, I really think Pittsburgh needs O linemen, and they can't get they can't get Najee Harris and an O lineman in the first round. So. <laughs> What just happened? We got news? Uh, yeah. So just yeah. as we were talking about the Patriots, uh, rumors are that they're trying to drum up a new contract for Jimmy G. Wow. Rumors. Wow, 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 wow. Let's see. So mm, what's the source here? I'm checking the source. We get these sleeper updates. You always got to check the source. It's uh, on Twitter here. So you're saying Jimmy G... Patriots. You're saying the Patriots want to sign Jimmy G. So it's from Dale Arnold. If someone wants to vet him, he's got a blue check next to his name. What I've been told by a reliable source is at Patriots, New England Patriots, are working on a new contract for Jimmy G that could lead to a deal with the 49ers. Same source who correctly told me Tom Brady had signed with the Buccaneers. Doesn't mean it will get done, but they're working on it. This guy is the wow, host wow, wow. of at NHL Bruins. So he does Bruins talk. He's a hockey he's guy. A, so he's a New England guy. He's a but, New England. He's a New England news rumors. Guy. Let's not rumors. Uh, let's not bite until there's. A... But I was going to bring that up too because I did hear talks about that today as well. That they're they're still trying to see if they can wheel and deal for Jimmy G, um, which is interesting. So you see, there's already craziness potentially in the works here. There's a lot of talks about teams trading up, teams like Denver Patriots. Um, I don't know. It's it's outrageous. Well, and that leads me to the the teams that I'm interested in seeing what moves they make because teams that are in the mix. One of them is New England. We know that they do want a quarterback, so it's it's Jimmy. Are they going to trade and get a Jimmy G deal done? Are they going to trade up and get Justin Fields or Trey Lance or who knows? Um, so that'll cause some excitement. And I want to see what the Atlanta Falcons do with their fourth overall pick. I want to see what the Miami Dolphins do. Maybe they'll trade their sixth pick overall. Maybe who they use it on. Is it going to be a wide receiver? A um, lot of excitement there. And then uh, the Denver Broncos, the aforementioned Denver Broncos, if they decide to go quarterback again <laughs> or not. So I'm looking forward to those teams. Seeing what they do. It's going to cause some drama. And class, since the Bears are my favorite team, I obviously follow them very closely. Um, some annoying rumors coming out of... Uh... Chicago is that they might attempt to trade up to draft a QB and we all know how that went the last time. Yeah, whoever I hope that they do trade up and draft QB because then we'll all know not to take that person for fantasy football. <laughs> right. But it's just but we'll be it, like, yeah. who did the Bears not take? Who did right. they skip and, ahead? That's and trying, the guy you want. Trying to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> trying to predict which QB will bust like in the NFL. You can pretty much guarantee that whoever the bears take it'll happen because it always happens and i mean history is going to try and repeat itself like like i mentioned trubisky they traded up to draft him they said mike glennon was going to be the guy they paid mike glennon a lot of money and then trubisky ended up starting so i mean they told um andy dalton that he was going to be the starter but if they go and draft a qb i do think hopefully he won't start and it will be Dalton. But I mean, this is, I mean, this is maybe nuts. Chicago has such a hard time with quarterbacks because after all, it is the windy city. So could it just be difficult to throw there? 
I mean, you think, you think that's it, Anthony? <laughs> so no. maybe, maybe there's no hope <laughs> for it. Also, I don't know how we jumped over the fact that the Denver Broncos love mediocre to bad quarterbacks as well. Like they, like Trevor Simeon, Brett Ripien, oh, um, Peyton oh, Manning, Joe Peyton Flacco. Manning, terrible. Okay, since John Peyton Elway, Manning, so John Elway, since Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, yeah, they had John Elway, and then there was a huge lull, and then they had Peyton Manning, which they traded for, but since then they have not been able to find a quarterback. Since Peyton retired, they have had some awful, awful, awful quarterbacks. Just saying, because they're impatient at drafting. The, who did the, they give? The, didn't they give a boatload of money to? Uh, who was someone bad? Someone bad. But is there honestly a team that just consistently uh, just like really perfectly <laughs> picks perfect quarterbacks every time? Not perfect, but at least playable quarterbacks. Well, I think they all have I mean, playable quarterbacks. Like, I mean, Cleveland and Jacksonville have struggled for years, and yes. Cleveland just got yes. theirs. Jacksonville is most likely getting theirs this year. Yes, Cleveland and got I mean, Baker Mayfield. Who takes a while. They... Ex- they exercise the fifth year option on his contract, whether that's a piece of news, but so that's, that's simple. So it just means it's a, it's an option that you have with all your rookies. You can exercise their fifth year. The giants did it with Saquon Barkley as well, but it's not the same as like most really, really good quarterbacks. They'll at that same point, instead of exercising the, the option for the fifth year, they'll give you a new contract. They'll be like, here's your second contract. AKA Patrick Mahomes got $500 million at that same point. So, you know, maybe not that they're still feeling Baker at in Cleveland. But anyways, I digress. But, um, um, yeah, my last point. About? Okay, go ahead. My last point is when it does come to fantasy, I'm excited because in our dynasty league, one of our main leagues, I have the fourth pick in the first the, round. The Atlanta Falcons pick, yeah. I have, and in the second round, I have the second and the fourth as well. So, I mean, I'm excited to see where Kyle Pitts goes. I'm excited to see if, a bunch of quarterbacks are taken early and depending where they go, they could be stars on their team because I'm pretty sure it'll be three or two quarterbacks to start our, our league's draft. So, I mean, I might take a quarterback. I might take Kyle Pitts. I mean, it's craziness. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so crazy. Dark and I'm, crazy. I, I'm in need of receivers too. And I mean, there's a lot of receivers in this draft, so I know I'm going to get one in the second round too. So I, I'm just excited. Well, we can talk uh, about our but, dynasty later, Anthony. Yeah, but Moose is right. Like, we can only really get excited for fantasy reasons after because right now it doesn't matter. Like, there are players, I guess, we're eyeing, but if they go to the wrong team, it's less exciting. So we can only really start um, scouting them properly for our own for our own teams after. I mean, if you, if you think about, like, redraft, like last season, everybody was super stoked about DeAndre Swift, but... Yeah, you know, landed in a bad situation, and you know that hype fizzles away pretty quickly in, exactly. in redraft. It fizzed. It did fizz. But last year, I think the past two seasons, we've had quite a few rookies. Last year, the rookie running back class was outstanding, and the running backs tend to have a, a, a impact more quickly um, at that position. And then the wide receivers over the past two years, we've had some really good first and second year wide receivers. So, and this year. Uh, this cl- this draft class is supposed to be littered with uh, wide receiver talent, starting with the top guys, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith, who was Heisman Trophy winner. There's uh, a lot of people are saying he's going to drop. Go. 
Well, because he's 160 pounds, he weighed in at or whatever. He, yeah. He's he's small, and it, it is important. So the team that drafts him here, here's great point. Moose's point: the team that drafts him will need to have a specific plan or use for him, a la Deshaun Jackson, or you know, a better plan than Marquise Brown and the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna say, Moose? Yeah, you know who's uh, how how tall is uh, how tall is he? Don Smith's about I think he's six feet tall or six one, and he's like one hundred six one pounds. He is basically my height and weight, six one, one hundred seventy five pounds. Okay, so on this podcast, uh, there have been voices who, you know, uh, back up Cole Beasley, who's five eight and one hundred seventy four pounds. Right. But it took him a while before he was effective. He was in the back. He he was in the receiving core for uh, on Dallas for the longest time before he actually started yeah, yeah. doing something. Okay. But my point is, is that with his size, yeah. he he ended up being something. So maybe he didn't have the same talent level. So I I don't think the size correlates with the talent. I think you know eventually right. he found his way there, but his size didn't really you know he didn't get taller. Yeah. But so so if Colby but Colby is listed at 174 pounds at 5'8, that's that's sturdier, stockier than four inches taller than that and 15 pounds lighter. They're worried so about him taking hits. Yeah, that, that's the problem. And when they they gave him some time, I, I forget who this I mean, it's who, not like the guy's never taken this. a hit before. It's not like he's his first time ever playing football, no, but going to the NFL, it is a big difference. Like a lot of rookies say when they get to the NFL, the hits are. Like, listen, we're not saying that he's not talented. Like, he does definitely deserves to go in the top. But I think you might see a situation like a Marquise Brown where maybe he's not wide receiver one material for a team. Maybe he's uh, compliments a wide receiver one or something like that. I don't know. Maybe not. But uh, they were worried about him because they did give him time to work out. I think he had a three or four month period to try and put on weight and more muscle. And then he ended up losing weight. So his his workout routine and everything, it, ha- it has to get better. Well, yeah. And he's still young, right? So exactly. You know, as you get older, it's easier. <laughs> well, we put on weight by accident sometimes. <laughs> so it gets as you get older, it's easier to put on weight and NFL. um team NFL nutritionists and strength coach and stuff. They'll get him where he needs to be. And if you're as te- like he was the Heisman trophy winner, who's by far the best player in college football, regardless of position, but also at wide receiver, uh, he's crazy good. So I'm sure he'll be, you know, uh, like relevant. It's the question is, will he be a superstar or not? It, and that'll, that'll depend on what team he goes to, I think, but he'll, yeah. he'll be good. He'd be good. He'd be good. Anything else for draft, guys? I'm very excited. We're going to have initial reactions to the draft with our Fantasy on Tap bros on uh, Sunday's episode. Just initial reactions, but then we'll get, over the coming weeks, we'll get into the nitty-gritty and give you some rookie breakdowns and rankings and such. And then, uh, and then, guys, before you know it, it's going to be time for getting ready for our fantasy drafts. Like, that's Ooh, how quick. Baby. It's almost May. It's almost May. I'm very excited. The like ball. It. Moose is just Moose is just nodding his head. You guys can't see, but he's just he's getting in this championship zone. All right, can we go um to our next segment? Because then we're we're playing our game segment. We have a would you rather, but it comes after our next segment. Anthony, are you reading out uh, the next? Oh, segment? oh well, I thought that was always Moose's <laughs> thing. It is always Moose's thing, but am um, I reading it? They said it on Reddit. They say. 
So beautiful. So angelic. I love when he puts his hand to his ear as if he's like singing at <laughs> You a guys concert. can't see that yet at all, but I get into it. I get into it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, today's They Said It on Reddit comes from MVIDI. Um, and his question is, is AJ Brown valued too high? And he goes on to say, I'm seeing AJ Brown routinely in the top 10 wide receivers in PPR rankings, point per reception. PPR. Uh, even over uh, names such as DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Jefferson, and Keenan Allen. He is losing what seems to be uh, a great offensive mind in Arthur Smith and is coming into some unknowns, losing big weapons in Jonu Smith and Corey Davis. I think people are banking too much on the maybe increase in volume, volume and are not taking the surrounding situation as seriously. He has also faced minor injuries that have sidelined him for a few weeks uh, the two years he's played. What do you guys think as some people have him as high as wide receiver three and as low as wide receiver 10, according to fantasy pros. However, in games he did play, he finished wide receiver seven in PPR uh, as far as FPPG. What do you guys fantasy FPPG is fantasy points per game, which he was, he was a beast. Cause he was, he was injured for first three games, essentially. Um, well, great. Who was that? Vitties? M Vitti. MVIDI, MVIDI, thank you um, for posting that. And let's get into it. Yeah, so just to, to mention for the listeners, that was PPR. We usually deal with half-point PPR. Um, and just to give you his rankings for that, he finished 15th in half-point PPR in 2019. And uh, and I believe, yeah, 12th uh, last year in half-point PPR. That's from Fantasy Data? Yes, Okay. It's Sleep, probably sleepers, different on sleepers. Sleepers always different. Um, yeah, and it does make a difference because he's he gets fewer. He gets so far in his first two seasons fewer volume, um, but he's a he's very efficient. He makes yes. he makes hay. <laughs> lots of touchdowns, lots of big plays. Big play AJ is what he's known in uh, my house. Um, I love AJ Brown. I think he's an absolute beast. The to me the upside of First of all, his talent and the fact that they have no other real receiving options besides Josh Reynolds, who they brought in, but they lost Corey Davis to the Jets. They've lost Johnny Smith to the Patriots. So the fact that the offense is basically Derrick Henry and him, to me, that that excitement of the potential increase in volume balances the loss of their offensive coordinator and Arthur Smith and the potential injury issues. I mean, he played through what should have ended his season. So he, he's obviously a beast. Um, so I'm excited Monster. about his prospects. I'm very excited. In half PPR, PPR standard, I'm, I'm excited about it. Really yeah, they also lost uh, Humphreys to the Washington, Washington's Roman. They did two. lose Adam Humphreys. So he he's the main guy. For sure. For sure. <laughs> and, it, you know, Tennessee had a good offense. That could have been a lot of Arthur Smith, but they had a really good offense, very productive offense past two seasons. Um. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I tend to agree. Uh, he's definitely a top pick. Uh, he's got the talent. Um, but I, I would argue that there is potential for him to struggle uh, with double coverage if he's, the only, if he's the only target downfield. Yep. And especially if he has lingering injuries, which it has shown already in his first two seasons. So, I mean, it's tough. But I don't. I don't think it, it's a situation where if you take him early, you know you're going to sorely regret it. 
Would, so answer this. Would you be comfortable with AJ Brown as your wide receiver one, AKA the top wide receiver on your team? Um, no. Moose says no. Anthony? I'd be, I'd be fine with it, but I wouldn't be comfortable. <laughs> That's the to answer that question. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at my where I ranked him. I like initially I say no as well. I would say he, he'd probably be more of a wide receiver two for me. I have him at 12. He's my 12th ranked wide receiver. So, ooh, ooh see him pretty low. Yeah. Um. Uh, I believe I'm the lowest on him. You, Dave, you have well, him I've, at I've eight. Him around. I've moved. I've moved him up since. <laughs> so you have him at eight. Oh, you moved him up higher. I've moved and him up then, higher since. Yeah. And then Moose, you have him at ten. So we all had him roughly in that same area. Okay. But this so, is pre-move. Uh, this is yeah. pre-free agency. Yeah. So after free agency, I moved him up a little bit. Um, I'm very comfortable with him as my wide receiver one um very comfortable oh yeah very comfortable um mm. with him as a top wide receiver and you could get him i feel like he's going to be around two in your draft so at the highest like he's not gonna be a first round draft pick in fantasy drafts right like he'll be two maybe three yeah okay yep. so so if you're starting a redraft you could snag a running back in the first round and then maybe even someone in the second round and then AJ Brown, or or at least get him in the second round. So, I think I think you could set up your team pretty well. But let's anything else on him before we play this game? Well, to I really I, find out how we feel. I I'm like recalling that we debated him heavily when we did went through the rankings, and it's interesting that after free agency you put him higher. But I feel that Moose and I after free agency are moving him down. So why? Because of well, double coverage. Because, well, just because there's not as many people there to, you know, because he will get double covered as it stands right now. It's him and Josh Reynolds. We've yet to see what Josh Reynolds can do put in a position as a wide receiver, too. Like, we know he's talented, but can he handle it? We'll see. So he could, first of all, he could get double covered, but maybe not because, like, there it's it's defenses don't always send double coverage on a guy and like he has he earned double coverage yet you know what i mean like dk metcalf didn't get double covered they usually put one guy on him but this is going into the third year like dk metcalf now well dk metcalf has a different situation where certain cornerbacks affect him just one-on-one yeah so i mean like if you want to stop the tennessee offense you're you're trying to stop derrick henry first right so you're going to focus on the run and stack in the box against Derrick Henry because he's going to run over the first two guys. So, and then the Tennessee passing game will come off of play action. So, I feel like they can work their way out of double coverage if they if they start doubling AJ Brown. And he's such a beast that you could throw him the ball at the uh, line of scrimmage and he'll or like two yards off line of scrimmage and he'll do the rest. So, yeah, I think uh, debating whether he's overvalued and undervalued the like the space between is so small. Yes. You know, like yeah. sure. Like you could take him as your wide receiver one and maybe he underperforms, but it's still going to be good. Yeah. You're still going to get good numbers from him. Uh, so like, you know, it, it really comes down to your individual comfort level 
where you want to take him. But I think, I mean, broad stroke here, top 15, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's definitely top 15. So let's get into our game here. Let's play a little Would You Rather with A.J. Brown. We're going to go through other top wide receivers, and you tell me who who you'd rather have on your fantasy squad. So first off, we can knock – I think we can all knock four off the list real quick. Devonta Adams, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, Stefan Diggs. We'd all rather have those four guys, right? Yes. Okay. Adams, Hill, Hopkins, Diggs. And who was the – Those are the four. Those are four. Okay. Yeah. Anthony, you'd, you'd, ha- you'd obviously rather have all those four guys, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's, would you rather with some of these other top wide receivers? Um, so would you rather AJ Brown or Keenan Allen? Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. And it's very close for me. It's a toss up for me. I have them ranked side by side. I, I, <sighs> I do like Keenan Allen. I think I might go the reliability of Keenan Allen right now. Um, AJ Brown or DK Metcalf? Two very similar players who both played at Ole Miss together. DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf. Hmm. Hmm. And we're assuming half point PPR. Yeah. Yes. Always. Yeah. Man. And this is this is a good question for you, Dave, because you kept AJ Brown over DK Metcalf, and you regretted it, I believe. Uh no, not yet. What, I, last last season, because he did he was hampered by injury and DK Metcalf was killing it. Yeah, and then DK stopped killing it, and AJ Brown was amazing. <laughs> so, um, I think I might like AJ Brown in that situation, guys. Ooh, over DK. I don't know. I just uh, you know Russ just feeds DK. Yeah, and constant touchdowns. But so does AJ. Tannehill feeds AJ on a point like points per game but basis. AJ Brown was fifth overall last. Year. If we're evaluating the QB talent, Russell Wilson, I take Russell Wilson over Tannehill. I take DK over. But DK got over. Ty Lockett. He's got the running backs. Hey, you guys talked down the- Ty Lockett, so I mean, <laughs> it just it, takes it, away. But there's no one to take away from AJ Brown. Is is my point? Right. And he had on a points per game basis, he was. He was 15 points, A.J. Brown. DK was 14-3. Pretty comparable. Um, okay, let's go Justin Jefferson or A.J. Brown. Man. See, this is the toss-up one. I mean, I I, I think... I mean, if I, it's stupid, but if I had to pick, I'd pick Justin Jefferson for the health, but Justin Jefferson and with... You know, Vikings so run heavy. Uh, that this one's an AJ Brown for me. I'm gonna go Justin Jefferson for now because I'm gonna stay true to my rankings. I have Justin Jefferson high, like you guys do as well. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I move AJ Brown down slightly. Um, so yeah, I'll stick with uh, okay. Jefferson. Yeah, okay. I'm going AJ, Justin Jefferson too. I will go AJ Brown. AJ Brown or Michael Thomas. Uh, AJ Brown. Yeah, AJ Brown. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I like AJ Brown here too, but I'm surprised well, you guys I think, awesome. I think until I see how the Saints James. offense looks behind yeah. James Winston. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, this one's this one I think you guys are gonna go not AJ Brown. AJ Brown or Calvin Ridley. I'm, I'm going, going Calvin I think Ridley. I'm going AJ Brown. 
Really? Yeah. Calvin Ridley started the year, first like five weeks, he was the number one wide receiver by far last year. And then he he was missing some time. He's come like in and out of games with injuries. Now, if Julio Jones gets traded by Atlanta, which will only happen in June because of salary cap issues, does Calvin Ridley's stock go up or down in your mind? To me, it stays the same. Julio Jones barely played last season and Calvin Ridley and Calvin really played super well. And even the year before now, here's the funny thing about the Atlanta receivers, Julio and Calvin Ridley are two very injury prone receivers. So it seems to be the curse of Atlanta, but two years ago, we saw Calvin Ridley in the games they did play like break out. And which is why a lot of people were high on him in the 20, 2020 season. Um, so, I mean, Calvin Ridley, Julio there, Julio not there, I believe will be uh, within the same range that he was last year. Probably not as high. He'll probably drop a, a few spots in the rankings, but uh, I would still go Calvin Ridley over um, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's a beast. Calvin Ridley's a smaller receiver, a lot more skilled, speedy guy. So yeah. I'm going to go for that guy. I'm taking back what I said. I, I'm taking Calvin Ridley over A.J. Brown. <laughs> I actually think Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley was one of the the best players when Julio was out on Atlanta. Yes. He was good. Calvin Ridley was good with Julio there, and he was good with Julio out. The rest of the offense and the team did horrible without yeah. Julio Jones, like Matt Ryan, but Calvin was always pretty solid. He had some big he had some big games last year and fairly consistent, just but he was on and off the field with injuries. Right. Worse than AJ Brown. But like that one's, like, that one's you, close for me. But I, yeah. I, I would I would lean AJ Brown, but that one's close. If Julio leaves, I think Calvin Ridley goes ahead of AJ Brown on my list. Because he's like by far the number one guy, and they'll have Hayden Hurst or whoever else. Um Kyle Russell Pitts, Page, maybe. maybe Kyle but Pitts. Calvin Ridley finished fourth last year with Julio yeah. Jones playing what what was it like a, a 14 games or no sorry like 11 games or something so yeah, i mean exactly. so his ceiling I, without julio could be really good yeah he could, i don't he think could he'll be a jump, number one guy i don't think he'll jump that much um but uh yeah okay uh you want to do one more aj brown or <laughs> mike evans oh it's just gotta throw mike evans i'm tonight. just taking aj brown because who knows yeah. what's happening in Tampa Bay? <laughs> yeah. From week to week, it could be a different guy. That's the number one finisher in that week. So yeah, I'll go AJ Brown as well. Okay. Is there anyone else that you, any of the receivers that you definitely want over AJ Brown that you would throw in there? Uh, how do you get, uh, is none. How do you no feel about feeling? No, I have no? feeling too low, but no. So I'll just rattle the, uh, some off and you just say, so Thielen, Cooper, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Chris Godwin. No, no, no. AJ Brown for me. Okay. AJ Brown for the win after all those. So I mean like where Moose and I have picked or who we've picked over him. I mean, I guess he has fallen to like the 12, 13, 14 range for us, I guess. And I, I mean, for I you, still you have him like five or six. Like seventh. I would take those top four, Keenan Allen. I really like Keenan Allen. Um, 
and then potentially Calvin Calvin Ridley. Well, yeah, but you still went with AJ Brown. So I mean, so you got have you him, got him at six. Six. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. Dang. Him and DK like next to each other in my rankings, I think it makes sense. Just fits. But again, listeners, I I just I don't think picking up you can't go wrong. Just pick them up at right. some point. That's and it. I, and I think you'll be fine. Exactly. So is he undervalued or overvalued? He's probably, if he's going between fifth and 10th, he's probably correctly valued. I think the strategy would be to have this conversation with as many of the GMs in your league as you can. Figure out, out. <laughs> figure out who the Dave is in your league. And if you want to take AJ Brown before them, make sure you do. Yeah. That's it. Good, good strategy. Very good strategy. Love it. <laughs> All right. That was fun. What were you guys drinking this whole time? I had water. Do you have a name for me, Moose? No, I didn't. Podcast. I didn't come up with anything. I, I was, I was lazy today. Hydro, I, man. I was also drinking. I was, <laughs> I, uh, I was also <laughs> drinking water. I wasn't, I wasn't feeling too great tonight. We're saving it for the fantasy on tap collab. That's it. Well, and uh, tomorrow night draft couple of drafts oh uh, the draft. The draft. we're gonna yeah so you'll be listening to this post draft but we recorded it pre-draft because we are yeah and i mean draft for you guys i <laughs> mean our Dave, listeners. i think you have to step your game up when we go on camera because i mean you've you've talked about all your fancy cans that you have had in season one and some that you've had in season two i mean you gotta give the people what they want they want to see those unique give beers more often want i'm uh I'm going to have to make sure I comb my hair before uh, each episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yeah. joke. You guys will get why soon. Um, Anthony, I'm, I'm so committed to uh, this health routine I'm on that uh, not for now. Not for now. And I don't have the discipline that you guys have. One beer? One beer? Yeah, that's true. You don't have. I have one, and I'm like, I mean, they come in six packs for a reason. So. <laughs> <laughs> tough. Tough to have one, but maybe. We'll see. When I get, uh, let's say, well, if I trim down on this keto and exercise, then maybe I can, maybe I can treat myself. Be careful. Here. You don't want to get to my size, which is like Devonte Smith. We're too small. Anthony, I can guarantee you, I will never get to your size. <laughs> it would take, I'd be in trouble if I got down to your size. I think. Be tough. Hmm. How tall are you? Five foot ten, almost five foot eleven. Oh, I thought you were taller. I could show you pictures. Uh, I, I seem tall, right? I could show you pictures of me at weighing in at 199 pounds, and you'll be like, "My dear lord, you're skinny." At 199 pounds, I think you have shown me a picture, and I think yes. I did react like that. Yes. I was like, "Holy so. crap!" <laughs> yeah. How long ago was that? <laughs> 2014 it was my lightest in my adult life. So, my heaviest was 210, and whoa, I threw up my whoa. back. Oh, those are rookie numbers. <laughs> yeah, two ten. That was really pushing it hard at the gym with that our buddy D1, Jordan. That training. for oh, the listeners Jordan. that oh yeah, yeah. Jordan used to back in the day just say, "You want to get like super jacked," and I would be like, oh, "Okay," <laughs> and then we do it. And then one day I was just benching way too much, and I felt a little crack in Twinge. the in the yeah. spine. Yeah, it'll get you. And chiropractor for a year <laughs> now yeah, I, I can't really lift heavy over my head so like when i do bench press if i want to lift heavy it's got to be decline bench press um so i mean 
my weight is never really going to get over 175, 180. It but just you can't. Good. You look great. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. And we all know that Moose was, or for those of you who don't know, Moose was in security back in the day, and Moose is the the tough guy in the group. Moose is, had all shapes and sizes. All, all different shapes and sizes. <laughs> Triangle. Triangle. <laughs> Octagon. <laughs> octagon i you wouldn't want moose in the octagon in the octagon sure yeah all right any words of wisdom before we uh part i don't think so i don't think so you guys watch anything this is usually the part where we talk about tv no but i've heard uh a a young person told me to watch shadow and bone on it's a thing on netflix Mm. tv series i think Mm. that's what it's called so we'll see i'm still we won't talk about it but i'm still vibe in the star trek next gen so falcon oh, and the winter finished. soldier came to an <laughs> I haven't end seen, so i haven't seen yeah, it yet. no i won't say anything but it's come to an end now so you guys i know you were both waiting for it to finish before you started watching it if i I'm, haven't even started watching uh wandavision oh you should definitely check get, out those two get on it get on Dave, it but i think i have really one like... episode left of winter soldier oh okay perfect yeah. but it's season one there's gonna be more seasons right um or is it a one-off oh no, I'm not sure where they're going to head. I don't know if they're going to do a, a collab um, series. We could do a Spring Soldier. Spring Soldier. Summer Soldier. Um, Moose Fall Invincible in is now Soldier. finished. So you can binge the whole thing. Oh, good. I haven't finished it, but a lot of people at my work have told me that it was crazy towards the last three episodes. So, yeah, I, you know, I initially like i wasn't very drawn in like i i right. did i was not planning on binging it um but yeah maybe i'll give it a i'll go watch another episode tonight or something maybe maybe not cool i don't know he'll maybe check it out <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll check all you guys out sunday for our collab episode don't forget uh, go check short, us that's short for collaboration yes yes <laughs> Don't right. forget to like us, um, follow us, leave email a comment, us. email us, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. At where, 3B- where can they do that? Yeah, Anthony? where can they email us, Anthony? Where? At 3B Fantasy Pod at gmail.com. Correct. You yes. nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> I don't email. Or on social at 3B Fantasy Pod. <laughs> I don't email us. So, I mean, I don't always remember, and it's do you, uh, posted. Do you, do you in the... know your own phone number? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, so you call sure. yourself regularly? Mm-hmm. Uh, I give my number out regularly. Ah, okay. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, start doing that's, that with our email. <laughs> that's our cue. All right. For, for Brown and Brown, I'm Dave. As always, thanks for listening. See you next time. Ciao.